Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Comeback Podcast with me, Mark Jennison. This week, I got a, a dude that's tearing it up. I've been watching him. I'm a fan of his. He uh, He's in the car industry. He's averaging about 20 cars a month right now. You guys know him as Bill Have Honda or Bella Ruckus. So what's first question I want to talk about is what the fuck is up with that? <laughs> yeah, Bella Ruckus, <clears throat> that was... That was a bet I lost my sales manager. Um, I started at Hyundai as a joke, and it transpired over here to Honda. So we made a bet at 25 cars I had to sell for the month, and uh, I fell short of that literally by one car. Um, so then uh, I had to dress up. I had to wear a, a Speedo, a, a blonde wig, and a pink dress. So I showed up to work in that, and I had to act a fool. And the video went crazy, man. I mean, it was it was good. It sold me probably thirty to forty cars from it. So that's awesome. Good. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I knew who you were before, obviously, because I'm in the car industry. So I kind of, and you know, I watched your videos and I love the dashboard diaries type thing that you do. But then I saw that I'm like, this fucking guy, is, this is amazing. <laughs> and then we got to know each other a little bit, talked a couple times. So let's talk about you, Bills. What, how'd you end up in the car business? Like, well, tell me your story, man. What's your background? So I was doing roofing and construction, landscaping, anything manual labor, um, never on the books. It was, you know, 10, 12 bucks an hour under the table. And uh, I had actually found out from one of my good friends that she was pregnant. So, you know, I congratulated her and, you know, told her I'm happy for her. And she said, no, no, it's, it's going to be your son. So, uh, you know, I almost had a heart attack there. And um, I didn't I didn't know. I, I couldn't even take care of myself at that point. So I was real nervous about how I was going to take care of somebody else. And uh, I was at the barber shop getting my hair cut, and I was kind of, you know, just venting and saying, you know, I don't know what I'm going to do, and I don't even know if this kid is mine. i got to get my act together. I can't be making 10 bucks an hour and, and, and support a family. And uh, the guy sitting next to me getting his haircut is the general manager at Hyundai. So he ended up reaching out under his cape from getting his haircut and gave me a business card, and he told me I would love to, to help kind of try to turn your life around, so come down and apply tomorrow. So I looked at the card, and I would I – would, it was, this was two years ago, so it feels like it was 20 years ago. But right. I looked at the card and I said, Hyundai, you know, who, who the hell wants to buy a Hyundai? <laughs> but I was so, so down and, and not making any money that I said, what, what do I have to lose? So I went down there. Um, they hired me right then and there on the spot. They said, can you shout out this guy? Do you want to start right now? I actually had a pair of sneakers on and a pair of jeans on, and my sneakers had a hole in them. So he says, but you, you, can't, you can't sell cars or you can't look like this while you're here. So here's 50 bucks. And here's the keys to my car. Go get yourself some dress pants and some dress shoes. So from that day on, when I had his, I had his keys to his car, it was a Hyundai Genesis. So I'm driving the Genesis to Kohl's to go get the shoes and the dress pants. And that is, the, I said to myself, I'm going to buy this car one day. And two years later, I was able to buy that exact same car that he gave me the keys to. I saw that. Yeah, it's a $50,000 car. So I was flat broke two years ago. Didn't have nothing in the car business. I owe, I owe every everything i have to the car business that's awesome so let's talk about this real quick how old of a guy are you though i'm 24 25 in march so i'm still young what you know obviously a lot of people don't have their lives together at that point but you know the, uh, if you follow me you know a little about me i'm all about the comeback about um you know pushing yourself and grind hustle stuff like that now i know from the little bit that we spoke before you kind of had a rough uh, rough past right i mean a little bit like me right. so how did right. you How did you get through that, man? I mean, because a lot of my a lot of my listeners are your age right now. You know, I'm, I'm right. getting older, but um, maybe they can relate with something that you're going through and something like that. You could maybe just tell them tell them how you moved from. Obviously, you just gave me your awakening moment, your aha moment. But how did you How did you manage life, and what, what was life like for you before you became Bella Ruckus? <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, uh, before I got into the car business, man, I had no... My father went to prison when I was 14 years old, so he's doing 20 to 40 years in state prison. Uh, so from the time I was 14 on, man, I had a lot of... I, I struggled in school. I struggled with staying focused. I mean, it didn't really hit me at the time that he was gone for a long time. Um, but looking back now that it's been, you know, 10 years, um, a lot of my frustration did come from that. But I was just in denial. So when I when I had that aha moment, when I was at the barber shop and I got that chance, two months later I met my girlfriend Claire. Okay. So not only did I have a, a nice job and a, and a nice opportunity to change my life, but then I met Claire, who took me away from the bars with my buddies and took me away from drinking at three in the morning when I should, when I have to go to work at seven, you know? So it was really, I mean, I really devoted to her, to her changing my life and changing my mentality of that. It's not just me. I have to support now, you know, I have to, I have to support her. And uh, not too long afterwards, she ended up getting pregnant with my second son. So, um, that was really what turned my life around was that I'm not doing it for me anymore. I'm doing it for, for her and for my kids. Awesome. So she is the reason that, that I kind of turned it around and, for anybody who's my age that, that doesn't really know what to do, I mean, I strongly suggest you can't just go out and meet a girl and, you know, at the snap of your fingers, it's changed. But, you know, don't have that mentality where you don't want to be in a relationship and you just want to hang out with your boys because it's, it's not going to lead to anything good most of the time. Right. Is that, is that kind of what the, the mentality is for the, the kids your age? Absolutely. I mean, all my buddies are still, they're still at the bar. I'd say once every two or three months I'll go out with them. And it's just a great reminder for me, you know, when it is two in the morning, but it's a Saturday night and I don't have work the next morning. Like, geez, you know, what are these guys doing with their life? So right. it is a, it is a huge, that's what, that's what all my buddies do. So we're catching the local, the local ladies night, trying to pick up some strange. Oh. All right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you said you owe it all to the car business. Let's just talk about the car business right now. What was the, what was your first, how long did it take for you to get going? I mean, you've implemented some pretty cool stuff. 20, 20 a month is amazing, obviously. Um, what was like the first six months, right? Because what a lot of guys reach out, like it's been a while since I've done that and I've kind of transitioned a little bit, but I, I see you killing it. I'm a fan. Well, just kind of take me through the timeline of the two years and let's talk about, right. give some practical stuff. You don't mind sharing some of your knowledge with some people. Yeah, no. So the first six months for me was actually terrible. It was rough. Um, I wasn't dedicated. Um, I started in November of 2014. That's when I met my, my boss in the barbershop. Okay. So... I actually got fired from that same place in April the following year. So you had December. So it was five months that I lasted before they fired me. And I shit you not, man. One of the reasons that they fired me was because I was on Facebook too much and I wasn't worried about working. So between me going to the bars, between me coming in hungover, between me not, you know, being able to turn a customer that's just looking into buying, they, they said to me, you know, hey, Bill, we're going to have to part ways with you. So that was, that was the real moment for me, like, oh, my God, man, what am I going to do? Now I'm back to square one. Um, I was on unemployment for four months. So they ended up calling me back. And from when they called me back, they said, we, we, love that. we love your personality, but we just don't like your work ethic. As long as you can change your work ethic, uh, we would love to have you back. So from August of 2015 till now, or was that 16? August 2016. No, I'm sorry. It was 2015. August of 2015 is when I really said, I'm not messing around no more. I'm not going to get many second chances. So I'm, I'm all in. And that was when I really stepped it up. Didn't go to the bars no more. You know, I just was focused, woke up every morning. I learned that availability is the best ability. So as long as I'm at work on time and I'm there every single day and I give it my all, there's no way that I can fail. Right. So when I learned that and when I started implementing that is when my, my, 
career changed in car sales. What was um, what made you learn that? Like, where where did you come up with those ideas? I know you're a friend with Jonathan Dawson, who's obviously a mutual friend of ours. Um, right. But I mean, what what was the shift? Right for for me it was you know about that same time. It's funny you said that because it was July 27th was the last time that I I drank or used anything. Okay, of 2015, and then August wow. came. Right, so I was coming back as you decided to do it. I right. I in August decided that I was going to be the best that I could be. Um, and, and completely refocus that I was I was good, right? I mean, I was selling thirty cars right off the you know before I went in rehab or whatever. But or twenty seven, I think whatever. But um, when I got out is when I got good. And, and it's funny you say that, but I had a pivotal moment that that changed. Mine wasn't someone teaching me or learning anything. It was more of a, a desire that I had no choice because I was fucked up, right? Mm-hmm. What changed for you at that at that moment? Because a lot of guys are there I, on a day in ba- day out basis. So many people want to quit about that time in their career. I'm not making any money. I suck. I can't get, you know, ups, blah, blah, blah. What shifted? So the main thing that shifted was when I got fired in April, my son's mother was eight months pregnant with my son. So she ended up giving birth in May 27th is my oldest son's birthday. So I got fired in April. The next month, my son is born. So for us men, I'm not sure if you can relate. It's not real life that you're having a kid until you're actually holding him. You know, him or her. So the second I held my son, I was on unemployment. I was getting $387 a week. Um, I had to pay. I I, I paid $550 a month in child support. So there's no way in hell. How am I going to be a good dad? How am I going to be a productive human in society? How am I going to be a good boyfriend getting $387 a week, you know, and and half of that going towards child support? I mean, there's no way you can be productive. And, uh, you know, I would text my bosses from Hyundai. You know, every couple of weeks, and say, "Listen, I'm I'm ready." You know, I'm, I know it's only a couple of months ago, but I've grown up a lot. I'm, I'm a dad now. You know, now it's real life. Now I really have to start kicking ass. So actually, one of the guys at Hyundai, uh, he was going through a tough time, in and out of rehab and stuff. So they were short a guy. So for me, pestering them and between them losing a guy, is when they brought me back. So the defining moment for me was if I get another chance, I'm a dad now. There's no way if I fail, it's not just I'm not failing me. I'm failing my son, and I'm failing Claire. So that was really it for me. I mean, uh, you know, I could bullshit all I wanted to when I was at Hyundai the first time around because I didn't have a kid yet or because um, I wasn't in as deep into my relationship as I was. So that was it for me. Between my kid and between Claire, you know, there's no, there's no fucking up for me. No more. I like that. So <laughs> when you decide you leveled up your game, let's talk about actual sales process now. I mean, mm-hmm. when you – when did you implement I – w- I want to talk about the importance of video. Okay, for a yes. couple ten minutes or so. Um, the importance of the video for the guys out there that are afraid to get in front of video. I mean, guys like you, me, there's people out there we don't really care too much. It doesn't really matter. Right. But when did you realize when you were first in the business, did you do it? I know you said you were fucking around on Facebook a lot. What was it always something you did? Or what do you think was the biggest thing that's helped you become Bill Have Honda? Yeah, no doubt about it, it's the videos. And from the first car I ever sold, I did a video with my customer. Um, at the store I was at at Hyundai. It's in the middle of nowhere, literally. So it's only two miles away from my store now, so we're we're pretty big rivals when it comes to stores. But they're in the middle of cornfields, and we're in the middle of the intersection. You know, so their slogan at Hyundai is when you're lost, you're here. So I knew that customers were not going to walk in that door, and I'm not going to, you know, sell two or three cars a day from from fresh ups. So I knew that if I was going to sell a lot of cars and be good at this, I had to bring my own people in, bring people in who I knew personally, friends, family members, referrals, things like that. So I started doing the videos from the outside of the vehicle with the customer 
with one of my coworkers recording it or a manager. But I, I found out that customers wouldn't open up to me when there was somebody else who they didn't know recording it or when they're outside and people are walking by them. You know, when I ask them how their experience was, they just say good, that's it. Right. And, and that makes for a lame video. So I started doing the dashboard diaries in order to get my customers to open up more. So if it's just me and them inside the car, I can kind of give them a little pep talk before the video. I kind of go over, you know, remind the camera this was your situation. You had zero dollars down, your credit score is very low, and you need some help. So then we push record, and it's one shot, one kill. So, you know, they, they, tell, they tell their story, and a lot of people who see the video, they can relate to them. So if they don't have money down either, or if they don't have the best credit score, or if they don't have a trade-in, things like that, they can watch the video and say, you know what? I might as well go give Bill have a shot because I don't have any of that. I don't have any of the same things that that person has, but they're leaving in a car. Um, so, and then obviously the Bell Ruckus things help. Um, you know, I like to target my marketing towards um, towards people who will be in the market eventually. I don't like to pound away on Facebook. If you need a car, come see me. If you need a car, come see me. It's more of if you know anybody who's in the market, please send them to come see me, and I'm going to reward you with a hundred dollar check or two hundred dollars. Um, you know, so that's that's more of my marketing. You think that's your best marketing tool, the, the referral program? Yep. I've given away two cars in the past. Um, you know, I'm the only sales guy that gives out $200 per, per person because I, I understand it takes money to make money. So it comes out of my gross at $200. Um, you know, but what the hell is an extra 100 bucks? Because the store gives 100 100 bucks isn't going to fix any problem. You know what I'm saying? What the hell is 100 bucks? I mean, my cell phone bill is $211 every month. Right. You know, so so between the referrals, between between the Bella Ruckuses, and between just kind of doing good things for the community, and I'm not expecting anything back from it, man. I mean, two years ago, I had no car. I had no job. I had no ambition. So now that I'm in a position where I, I, I was able to give two cars away to a family in need for free, you know, I mean, that's that's worth it all itself. And I have goosebumps right now just talking about it. That's awesome. How did you do that? So what did you do? Like something used? I didn't get to – I know I saw you doing, but I really didn't see what you were doing. Right. So uh, so we ended up getting – I mean, we have wholesale vehicles that get traded in. Okay. Um, and sometimes we get some mint condition trade-ins that are only worth 500 or 1000 bucks uh, because of the year or because of the miles. So the first time I gave away a car was actually my personal car. Um, I, I had a 2004 Hyundai XG350, which was the top-of-the-line top car for Hyundai in 2004. Um, it had leather, heated seats, you know, sunroof. It was nice. Man. Everything worked? Everything worked. It had 70,000 miles on it. I know it's very cliche, but I traded it in from an older woman. Um, she was a stickler, man. I mean, her car was perfect, though. So so I bought that car to get myself on my feet, and then when I was able to save up enough money to get a down payment and finance a car, I didn't want to trade my car, and I wanted to give it away. So I ended up doing a contest and had people submit me their stories via Facebook Messenger, um, and it was draining, man. I mean, I had over 500 people send me their story, and me and Claire every night. I mean, I was damn near in tears every night reading these stories. And uh, we ended up picking a winner. It was a single mother. Uh, she was 23 and had a, a five-year-old daughter. Um, and her story was just very touching. So we ended up surprising her at her work. And uh, I gave her my car. And uh, she was crying. Her daughter was crying. It was a great moment. That's awesome. And uh, I said to myself, I want to do that again. So the next time I did it, um, it was this summer at Hyundai, my first month at Honda. And I, I bought a wholesale car. Somebody traded in. And... Uh, the transmission actually went bad on it as we were on our way back. I picked a woman up, we surprised her, and I'm driving it back here so I can transfer the title to her name and the transmission blew. So I tell my boss, I'm all embarrassed. I'm like, dude, what do we do? So it was actually 
um, a 2007 Chevy Cobalt that we had in the back that we traded in for three grand. So of course we didn't want to give that car to her, but I had to make up for it. So, you know, I ended up making two payments of 1500 bucks to my, to my job, but she ended up making out in the deal because she went from an 05 Dodge Neon that, that the transmission blew on, you know, to a car with 60,000 miles less on it and worth awesome. quite a bit more money. Uh, so it was awesome, man. And it's ways like that that I think I get my name out there. Um, I think people know that I'm genuinely not, and I don't want to say a typical car salesman in a bad way, but the image that the public has of a car salesman is not very good. And and most of the time, I mean, that's deserved, you know, because there's not a lot of car salesmen that are that are as caring and that are as giving as I am. And I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but you know, me coming from where I did, it just kind of it put my life in retrospect of how lucky I am to to be able to give back. Right. That's awesome, man. And it's very commendable. I mean, it's, that's a great idea. I wish I would have done something like that when I was selling cars. But uh, like you just said right there about the, the industry, people don't always have the best vision of who we are. I mean, for instance, our passes, our pasts, you know what I'm saying? But right. we, so we show up, we kind of look like sleazy car salesmen and people that bottom of the barrel guys, and we get shit on a little bit. But it sounds like you're really, really doing a great job at getting rid of that, you know, the way that people feel about you, about the card world and stuff like that. So that's awesome. I definitely commend you for that. What is your, so you, you leveled up, you're doing all these caring things. What's your, like your training? How do you stay on top of your game? What's the plan to go from a 20 car guy a month to a 30 to four? Do you even want to go, go like that actually, first of all? Oh, absolutely. man. I want to sell as I want to be the most known trusted vehicle advisor that there is out there. I mean, I have a lot of, <laughs> I have a long way to go, um, but I always tell all the guys who I work with, you know, there's the Mark Jennison's of the world, there's the Jonathan Dawson's, there's the Noel Walsh's. I mean, and think about how lucky somebody like me is to be in the car business and be so green to the business, but have guys like me in order where we can just go on Facebook. And it's like college for us, but it's, you know, it's, it's very, very affordable. I mean, think about how little bit you have to invest in yourself in order to go from 20 to 30 cars. Right. And, uh, that's my next plan is is to invest heavily into myself um, into, into guys like you in order to take that step from 20 to 30 to learn things that I that I haven't learned word tracks or you know it's funny actually because I went and I mystery shopped three dealerships when I was brand new to the business um, the way that I felt when I walked into a dealership was I mean I was nervous and I was in the business for maybe a couple months and uh, I was nervous you know I uh, had my guard up, and here I am. I know I'm not buying a car, but, you know, I was just so defensive, and I and I can relate to the customers and how they feel. So so when I post on Facebook and stuff, I don't want people to think that I'm that, that I'm going to be a high-pressure guy. Or I like to think that, you know, it's just going to be an information gathering day. You can come say hello. We'll go over all the information, and then you can leave and go home and think about it or whatever you choose to do. Um, but taking it to that next level, my plan is to, to heavily invest in myself in order to take it to that next step. Awesome. What about books are you are you a big reader like it's self-development i mean obviously we're talking about your business we talked about you building yourself branding yourself but mm -hmm. i know from for myself i fight some internal demons that i need to deal with all the time not saying that you got right. demons like that but there is a time where you have to really work on yourself and do something like that. any advice for guys out there that are going through some stuff like that or how they can make themselves better what, what do you do how do you do it well i enjoy anything sales related so it's not hard for me um when it when it comes to videos, I mean, I, I get so much knowledge out of watching watching your videos, watching Jonathan Dawson's, 
Um, so when it comes to reading books, I'm not I'm not the biggest reader. I, I, I probably have ADD. I'm not. <laughs> so when it comes to sitting down and actually reading stuff, I can't. My my attention span isn't that long. But when it comes to the videos for the self help, I mean, your training videos are, are phenomenal. And I mean, if if you're new to the business and you you're not sure of you know how to handle a customer that says I'm just looking, all they have to do is go to your Facebook page, man, and you know check out some videos that you got. Or, yeah. You know, that's my self-help, man, is just watching the videos on Facebook. That's Facebook awesome. for me is no longer my friends complaining with every other status. You know, it's guys who are just sales trainers. Um, I'm, a, I'm friends with a lot of guys who are car salesmen now from, from the groups and all that stuff. So my news feed is now, it's now helpful. It's not just bullshit and, and bitching about their life. So for me, you know, my self-help and my reading is simply Facebook. You know, I'm on Facebook all day, every day at work because that's that's my pipeline. That's where I get my customers. Um, I 75% of my business is all from from my customers, not the dealerships. 25% um, is fresh ups or or uh, you know a spoon deal or something like that. But right. um, it's all it's all from self generated business. Do you so you don't do any prospecting outside of Facebook? I mean, you would say that's your biggest prospecting tool. Do you run Facebook it's ads? I mean, what what's your top three favorite prospecting strategies well my number one favorite is, is my dashboard diaries um, it keeps me in front of people every single day you know up oh, bill sold another car yep. there's people i haven't talked to in years and if i run into them at the gas station you know they say i see you sold a car today you know and that's that's awesome um i'm pretty reckless when it comes to prospects i'm willing to do everything and anything whatever it takes um i have to i work in jersey but i live in pennsylvania so every night i go home to the toll and i know every single toll booth employee by now by first name because I give them my card and I pay for the person behind me, you know. So then they give that person who I just paid for, they give them my card. I've sold two cars that way before. Um, I have a billboard that is up. It costs me 500 bucks a month. Um, it's a it's a digital billboard. It rotates with seven other companies, so I'm up there for eight seconds um, out of every 56 seconds. And I mean, people like to buy from successful people, right. you know. So when somebody's driving down the road and they see my billboard, it's not meant to capture a stranger's attention. It's meant to capture anybody who I know to say, holy shit, Bill Hab has his own billboard, you know. Um, and then also I have a billboard on my own house. Um, I made some I saw that. This <laughs> and uh, I live in the city of Bethlehem, so it's a pretty popular city where the, the, the zoning permits are pretty strict, so they actually made me take it down. Um, but I'm currently fighting with them right now because they said that I can, for $15 a day, I can keep it up. I can put it back up. So I'm in the works of talking to my man. I can't pay for the for the billboard and for for that one at my house. So I'm trying to see if my manager uh, will budge on that when it comes to the budgeting. Um, you know, but when it comes to, I mean, you know, when I said that I do go to the board with my buddies every two or three months, you know, one, one Saturday night, I mean, I prospect like no other there. You know, I mean, you're talking with everybody who you grew up with and stuff, and they see me and it. I'm not a local celebrity, you know. I'm not. I'm not boosting my head up, but from the videos and from Facebook, everybody knows in my area who I am and what I do for a living. So anytime I'm having a conversation with somebody, it's it's always about cars, always. In the majority of the people, because um, that that's kind of how it was for me locally. It becomes easier, man. It does all the prospecting for you. For the guys yep. that don't understand that, like they're a little bit afraid of it. When you can actually become a you know, the leader in your space is the, the car guy in the town. I mean, it gets fucking 10 times easier, don't you think? Absolutely, man. I mean, I, at this point, and I'm, so, I'm still very green to the business, 
But at this point, I have two or three people message me a day. You know, and they say, you know, hey, I'd love to come down and see you. People who I've never met, they say that I've become highly recommended, you know, from, from other people. And when I do the videos and dashboard diaries, you know, I say I make it a point to say, if you know any friends or family, you're going to get $200 per person. So when somebody sees the video, <coughs> I mean, they know that uh, they know they know to come ask for Bill Howe. That's awesome. Never met me, but they feel like they know me. What's on the next uh, 12 months for Bill Hav? What, what, what do you got planned? A personal life? Having any more kids? <laughs> what, do you, what do you got going on in your life? Well, I love my two boys, and uh, I want a big family. I mean, you know, I don't, I don't see much of my family from my mother's side or from my, from my father's side. So I definitely, I want to have five kids, man. I want four little boys and one little girl running around. Um, so I want to get, I, I, this year I plan on buying a house. Um, and I'm actually, is this live on Facebook right now? No, no. Um, but I want to I want to sell 30 cars a month, man. I mean, my goal is to sell 50 cars a month. Um, that was my goal. Lane. Go ahead, sorry. No, I said that was that was my goal, 50. Go ahead, I didn't mean to cut 50 you off. 50 cars, yeah. Yeah, Chad Lynn, I know he sells like 65 a month. I, mean, I didn't even think that was possible. I didn't even know that, that people had that much time. Or How the hell do you sell 65 cars a month like he does? But that that is my plan for the next 12 months is to to figure out what I got to do and what I'm missing. My follow-up skills aren't the best, man. I mean, um, you know, I don't even use the CRM. So maybe maybe that's what I need to focus on is my CRM has been Facebook for so long since I got into business. Right. And uh, when it comes to, we use Reynolds and Reynolds. I mean, I barely know how to log in and stuff like that. So um, that would be for me is one of my goals is to, to have better follow-up skills and use the, the dealer socket a little bit more than I should because maybe that's what I'm missing from 20 to 30. Is I would say, yeah, right off the bat. I mean, I, I, right. I think you're missing right in follow-up, bro. Right, right. Um, yeah. Where, so are you going to stay at Honda, you think? I mean, is that the plan? Are you, are you happy where you're at? I'm very happy where I'm at, um, but to be as honest as possible, I'm, I love the Hyundai brand. You know, and I know that they say you have to love what you sell. Um, Hondas are fantastic vehicles, but they're just not my cup of tea. So I do miss, I miss the fact of loving what I sell. And some people might call me crazy because they're they don't they don't think Hyundai's are that nice. But you know when I went and bought that Hyundai Genesis, I mean I didn't spend fifty grand on a car for no reason. I love the Hyundai product. Right. So I'm making good money here. I love I love my manager. I love my general manager. Um, you know, but I mean if an opportunity presents itself, I'm definitely not not locked in here. I mean I would I would listen to all and any offers, and I do get quite. <laughs> You'd be surprised how many offers I get from Facebook. You know, hey, I'd love to have you on my team. And I feel like I get more credit than I deserve, really. Uh, all people see is that the good times, the videos of me selling cars. They don't see the people I can't close, or they don't see, you know, you know, all the people we can't get approved, or things like that. But right. I'm very, very happy here. But I, I would, I would absolutely listen to all any offers, uh, you know, if it was presented. Awesome. So, Bill, where can you know if some of the guys that are that are coming up and they're struggling, they want to reach out for a little bit. Where can we find it? Obviously, you're all over Facebook. I mean, you got website. What, what do you got? Where's your Where's your links? Yeah, so my website is BillHav.com. Um, my Facebook is BillHav. I have a business page, which I'm not using too much because I have a lot more followers on my personal page. But I'm planning on boosting up my business page soon. That's BillHav Honda. And then, uh, I mean, my cell phone is everything is all public, you know. So I want everybody and anybody to be able to reach me um, as easy as possible. So if anybody who's listening to this, if if you're if you can relate to any of any of my my story, uh, please don't hesitate to give me a call, shoot me a text, shoot me a message. Um, from the sales groups, from me posting a couple of videos and stuff, I do have uh, you know maybe one or two people a week that reach out to me and they give me a call and 
you know, just kind of ask me some questions and some advice. And I'm always flattered because I'm, I'm so new to this business and I have so much to learn still. Um, I just believe that everybody's a salesman at heart, you know, so I have the natural gift of gap, but um, really anybody can can learn that and, and transform themselves into that. So please give me a call or shoot me a message if, if you'd like some, some help. Anyway, I can help. I'm glad. Joining me, man. I appreciate it. And for all you guys out there, Bill has here, Bella Ruckus. Check him out. All right, Bill? <laughs> Thanks a lot, Mark. I appreciate it, buddy. Later, Thank brother. Thank you very much. Take care. You're welcome. Thank you, buddy. Bye-bye. Bye.